weekly podcast covering news, hard truths, random questions, and hip-hop culture with a shot of whiskey. It ain't for the faint at heart, baby. Tune in. Tea and whiskey with sunshine giving you the tea. Tea and whiskey oh yeah sunshine giving you the tea. Because I'm on internet all the time talking shit. How honest with yourself are you? Then no. What do you mean honest with yourself? What are you talking about? About what? Meaning what? Regarding what? Regarding like what you trying to say? I'm trying to say how honest with you are you? How honest with you? How honest with yourself are you about your own toxicity? You think you better than me, Amanda? I think you I are. <laughs> trick question. <laughs> No, I do know, I know my... Because let me tell you, that this love shit is a very humbling experience. Am I right, Trey? It is a very humbling experience. And you got to choose every day to go the route. And I feel like a lot of us strong people. I'm not going to make it just about women. A lot of us strong... Because it's not a gender thing when it comes to the reality that our strength oftentimes informs an ego that does not serve us. People yeah. like strong men. Motherfuckers. No, what I'm bitch. trying to say is that what they what we are considering to be strong is actually some fake weak shit. Yeah, it's a facade. It's a facade. Like there's confidence, there's arrogance. Yeah. Confidence is on is based on real shit. Arrogance is some fake shit. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are first of all, a lot of us have never experienced real love. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we don't even know how to recognize it when it's happening. Right. And then a lot of us really, truly are not honest with ourselves. We are not. We will tell ourselves that like we identify these flaws about ourselves and we accept these flaws. Well, guess what? Like great. Good for fucking you that you accepted the flaws. Are you going to do anything about them or what? Because the accepting thing, I'm going to tell you an epiphany I had the other day. So, you know, you get into this relationship and it's finally like healthy in the sense that both parties want the best for each other, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the healthy part. Now, do, do both parties have the tools? That's its own <laughs> that's its own process. But there's at least the foundation of like we want the best for ourselves individually and we want the best for ourselves together. So that's that, right? But then you think I found this person that I can be my complete self with. I can be my whole self with. Yes. And that's a beautiful thing. But baby, not all parts of you are good. Hmm. Not all parts of you are advanced. Not hmm. all parts of you are healthy. Well. So what happens sometimes is you get overcomfortable in the we're showing our whole self shit. And you start letting them shits out. You start letting that toxicity out. And you kind of like make it like. You, you trick yourself into thinking that the, it's healthy that I get to be all parts of myself in this relationship mm. and the person stays with me. Mm. But really, that's some fucked up thinking because your toxicity ain't good for you and it ain't good for him and it ain't good for or for whoever you're with. Yeah. And it ain't good for the scenario. And it's only your responsibility to check that shit. 
And I think a lot of us don't really allow ourselves to be honest with ourselves enough to say, I'm not checking my toxicity. Ha! And I'm thinking that the healthy part of this relationship is me getting to be toxic and still be loved. <laughs> and the only person who's going to unconditionally love you is your mother. Period. There should be no expectation for someone else to unconditionally love you in that way. That bullshit. The, love has conditions, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. it's not like, you know, you gained weight or you had a health issue or that's different. Right. But when we choose to let these dark parts of ourselves find their way into something that's supposed to be light, we are being irresponsible. And I think a lot of us don't hold ourselves accountable for that in these relationships. And I know for a fact that I have not done that. And I've had to like really get real with myself that that's something that I need to like bone up on. Yeah, real up. That's real talk. Y'all, what's going on? Hello, TM Whiskey family. Thank you, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Pandora. Thank you for tuning in with TM Whiskey with Sunshine. We're giving you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. That was uh, Amanda Seals. She was on a podcast. She has her own podcast. Everybody got a podcast, okay? But I love Amanda Seals because Amanda Seals is going to give you the intellectual break it down for you. And then she's going to be humorous with it, but she's going to keep it 100%. Like, how honest are we with our toxicity we could talk about toxicity all day long guys but do we ever really just talk about our own and what we contribute to certain things like this is everything listen i want to thank you guys so much for being patient with me thank you tea and whiskey family i love you guys so much we got a great show um a lot has been going on but I want you all to know that we're here. We're still standing. We're going to keep the drama on TV and out of our lives. Okay. So, um, have you checked your own toxicity lately? Let's get into it. What's going on to you, Whiskey family? This is Gray for Benet Sunshine. I am your host, giving you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. To all of our new tea and whiskey family members, hello. Thank you for joining us on today. It is Whiskey Wednesdays. We're sipping an old-fashioned, gotta love it. And to all of our new family members, hello. Welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome. Sit down, get your favorite cocktail. It can be water. It can be um, vodka. Whatever your favorite beverage is, pour it up. Now, if you're listening to this show this in the morning, get you a little cup of coffee or some tea because we love tea too. Green tea perhaps with a little lemon. But if you want to be a little, you know, risque, go ahead and throw a little Baileys because we love cream in our tea and we love cream in our coffee. So go ahead and put a little Baileys in there. I won't tell nobody. We got a great show for you guys today. So yeah, toxicity. Yeah, how do you contribute to the toxicity? We're going to talk about that on today. We're definitely going to talk about that today because that's something we don't discuss that we can point out everybody else's toxicity, but do you ever think that maybe you contribute to the toxicity or you attract toxicity? Everybody ain't no healer. Okay. Oh my God, I'm a healer and they were a narcissist. So, you know, I attract them. 
No, if you are a healer, everybody around you will be healed. Okay, so let's get into it, you guys. So we got a great show. Um, it's been a minute since I've done one. So I thank you guys so much for your patience and your love. Um, hey, Texas has been frozen over for the past two days. And, you know, y'all pray for us because we don't know how to drive when it's dry or when it's wet. So when it's frozen, baby, I live by a firehouse. I've been listening to the sirens for the past 48 hours it's a mess y'all get somewhere and sit down okay but um moving forward um we're gonna jump into the hot toddy really quick y'all are y'all ready for this hot toddy because a lot has been going on um mental health mental health awareness is definitely real especially over here with tea and whiskey family and it's been a lot going on so we're just gonna jump right into it so here we go Okay, um, did we just stop the hot toddy? Let's do it again. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> We're gonna do this one more time. Again, like I said, it's uncensored and it's uncut. Okay, here we go. you guys so y'all know this Tyree Nichols story has been going on for days now and may he rest in peace uh, murdered by we thought it was five now it's seven ten twelve uh, people involved in the murder so I ran across a great TikTok um, by this this guy's name is uh, Lavert the Baseman he is like an amazing TikTok influencer he gives the whole breakdown because you know at the end of the day you guys I, I i i logs off because my mental health is so important to me but i was able to log into tiktok and get the full 411 so let's listen to um lavert the basement and he's going to give a synopsis on the whole rundown of mr nichols and the passing um at the hands of the police department in memphis tennessee here we go Hey, good morning, and what a difference a day makes. Just 24 hours ago, we were wondering if more than five officers were involved in the beating death of Tyree Nichols. And today we find out, yeah, it's seven. Seven officers were involved in the beating of Tyree Nichols, and all of them have been relieved of duty in some way, shape, form, or fashion. According to a statement from the Memphis Police Department, on January 8th, just one day after Tyree Nichols died, seven officers were relieved of duty. That means Chief Davis lied when she stood in front of the world and told us that five officers were involved in the beating death of Tyree Nichols when she knew good and well two more officers were involved, but for some reason she decided to hide their identities. And like my mom always say, what's done in the dark always comes to the light. And we found out that Officer Preston Hemphill was the sixth officer who was involved in the beating death of Tyree Nichols. Now, Preston here was one of the first officers involved in the beating death of Tyree Nichols. Not only did he say, I hope they stomp him out, but he also tried to tase him on multiple occasions. Mm. He's seen here attempting to fire his taser into the genitals of Tyree Nichols. That's one leg there, that's a knee there, and that gun is pointed right at his nuts. Now, Hemp Hill and another officer's identity were kept secret while they were relieved of duty. But what does relieved of duty even mean? 
Well, legally, it means someone who's awaiting disciplinary procedures, an employment condition during which a member is not required or permitted to perform assigned duties, but retains pay status. That means two officers got a paid vacation while five officers were fired, arrested, and placed in jail. Meanwhile, the Memphis Fire Department got rid of two EMTs and a lieutenant because they did not meet the expectations of the Memphis Fire Department because they failed to render aid in a proper manner. And two deputies from the Shelby County Sheriff's Office have been given paid vacations pending an investigation as to their role in the beating of Tyree Nelson. So that's seven police officers, three members of the fire department, and two sheriff's deputies that are some way involved in the death of Tyree Nelson. That's 12 people. That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Now get this, the police chief says she doesn't understand why Tyree was pulled over in the first place since he broke no traffic violations. Huh. But word on the street is, Tyree was dating one of the officer's ex-girlfriends. Now it's alleged that he didn't like the fact that Tyree was dating one of his exes, so he stalked the man, learned his schedule, and stopped him one block away from his mother's house, pulled him from his vehicle, beat him and encouraged other officers to beat the man. That's why you could see him taking pictures of him at the end of the beating because he was taking pictures and sending him to the ex showing, look what I can do to your boyfriend, allegedly. True, that shows intent, premeditation, willful misconduct and dereliction of duty. Hey. All right, you guys, so there you have it. So again, the question I ask you is, are you aware of your own toxicity? Did you hear what this man just said? He's Because, you know, I was trying to figure out why in the hell was this man pulled over and beaten to death by seven, not five, but seven police officers? Well, come to find out it was a personal issue. Apparently, the man was dating one of the exes of the police officer and they felt compelled because they all had badges to beat him up because why you don't know how to move the fuck on or not even that you may have moved on but you so damn toxic that you don't know how to let somebody go on without you you so goddamn territorial okay and egotistical and misogynist and patriotic that you don't know how to let a woman move forward. You don't even want them. You don't even want her. You just mad because somebody else got her. Or whatever chances you had, you didn't take full advantage. And now she's with somebody who's treating her better. And it's making you feel some type of way. You know, I'm over it. That's why I, 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 I emphasize the question. And I appreciate Amanda Seals for breaking it down for us. Do you understand your own toxicity and what you contribute to it? Do you understand why your ex is your ex? Is it because you contribute to the reason you're an ex? Because, I'm sorry, your job is to protect and defend, not get offended and bully. I'm so confused. Literally confused. May he rest in peace. It's terrible. I hope justice is served. And I don't I don't care about race, creed, whatever. Right is right and wrong is wrong. You don't wear that badge because you feel like you can just be a badass and go after somebody that know that that that's dating your your ex. That is 
the most childish, inhumane shit I've ever heard in my life. And it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. <sighs> Next on the docket, here we go. Ooh, baby, Beyonce, Beyonce, our queen B has announced her Renaissance tour. Yes, baby. I'm excited about it. Can I afford it? I don't know. <laughs> but all of my Queen Bee fans, the Beehive, the Queen Bee has announced her Renaissance being um, a tour. And look, I'm in Dallas, DFW area. So tickets go on sale in Dallas. I don't know about everybody else. Go on to Beyonce.com and figure it out for yourselves. But here in DFW area, she will be at the AT&T Stadium, okay, on September 21st, hunty. And the tickets go on sale February 9th, baby. Um, first of all, let me say, do not, I repeat, do not, take, take your time. The tickets don't go on sale to February 9th, okay? Don't be out here buying these $1,300 tickets. Because guess what? Your ass going to be sitting in nosebleed looking crunchy. You better wait. Now, one thing about us Dallas folks, we, we wait to the last minute to purchase our shit because the ticket's going to go down. I'd rather have nosebleed and pay half the price everybody else paid in the front. Because guess what? At every Beyonce concert I've ever been to, she only talked to us in the back. Okay, bitch? She only talked to us in the back. And she always treat us Texas people better. Now listen, she may treat everybody else like royalty. But when she come home to her state, baby, it's like family. So it doesn't matter where you sit when you in Texas. She make you feel like you the only motherfucker in that goddamn state. And do you hear me? I done been to two. I went to the Lemonade concert and I went to the Carters. I love, we love the Carters here at Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. And I'm telling you, each time I went was epic. Do you hear me? I, I almost peed on myself because it took me it took her forever to get to the stage. But when she made it, I had been drinking so much that I almost peed on myself. And I was mad because I had to wait in that line and go pee. Otherwise, I would have peed on myself because I didn't want to miss nothing. But anyway, y'all, back back to the, the topic at hand. Yes, honey, the Queen Bee, honey, has announced her tour. And if y'all have seen these damn... Uh, I'm, I'm trying not to act like she bitched on my look, but I have to understand Beyonce's from Texas because if y'all go, I don't know if y'all know anything about my Facebook page, uh, Sunshine Flower Child, but my first profile picture was me in a cowboy hat on my birthday. Yes, I had a cowboy hat on my birthday and now she done put this Renaissance album on this horse and she got this damn cowboy, cowgirl hat and I'm here for it. So it's just us Texas girls think, think alike. A shout out to Beyonce. I, I, I will be in the building. I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know where I'm sitting, but I am manifesting seats at the concert. Whoever you are, I'm sitting next to you. Just know I love you. <laughs> but I am so fucking excited about this damn tour, honey. Yes. Get your life. Yes, honey. She is definitely like, you know, they talked about her and, and this this Dubai um experience. But listen, 
I don't want to hear nobody drag Queen B because first of all, none of us was supposed to know she was in Dubai in the first place. Okay, so I get tired of people dragging folks who didn't even really supposed to be there in the first place. But there's a whole different meaning to why she was in Dubai. But either way it goes, yes, ma'am. Um, I'm gonna scroll. I'm on her website right now, and I'm finna scroll to where. Okay, she's then she's gonna go to Dallas on the 21st, and she's gonna be in Houston on the 23rd. This is September of this year. So it says register, right? And you have to register to be a certified fan. I ain't no, I, I mean verified fan. I'm not a verified fan, but I might have to go ahead and get in where I fit in. She has registration A, group A, registration group B, registration group C. Now, Dallas is in registration group B, honey. And you have to, baby. But at the end of the day, these tickets are going to go on sale for Group B. If you in the DFW area, if you were in uh, San Francisco, Seattle, Tampa, Miami, and Boston, and Minnesota, your ass going to have to wait with me on February 9th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, which means that's going to be like uh, 9 o'clock Central Time. So at 9 o'clock February 9th, in Dallas, these tickets will be on sale and ready to go. Do not, I repeat, do not buy your, if you in DFW area, do not buy your ticket today. Don't do that to yourself. You will get scammed, honey, and you might not even make it into the goddamn stadium. Okay? But uh, congrats to Beyonce. I will be there, honey, with bells on. Whoever I go to the concert with, we, we go together, and that's that. So moving on. Next on the dockyard. <laughs> All right, tea and whiskey family. So now we jump into the segment of our um, hot toddy, the passport bros. I don't know if you guys are TikTokers or if you have a TikTok, but yeah, there's this trend going on called the passport bros where men are going overseas. They're sick of American women. Um, you see it on TikTok. You can just hashtag passport bros and you will see all these videos of these different men with passports who are going overseas or saying they're tired of American women and they want to go overseas to find traditional women to date, possibly marry. But it's gotten out of hand because these men are practically just going over to screw. They are tired of American women American women standing up and saying, hey, I'm independent. I don't need you. What do you, oh, fuck your table and what I bring. I am the table. They're like, oh, well, fuck that. We'll just go somewhere else where our table is better or whatever the, whatever their issues are. And it's becoming a major trend. However, a lot of these foreign countries have put bans on these passport bros because it's getting kind of out of hand. But I'm going to go ahead and pass this on to, um... A TikToker, he goes by M. Wildly. Check out what he has to say about the passport bros. Here we go. Apparently, there's this new phenomenon called passport boys. Basically, men that leave this country to find companionship overseas because I guess they're under the impression that the women there are more, um, I don't know, traditional. 
Listen, if you are a trash human being, this will not work. You'll just end up getting cursed out in another language. I used to live overseas. I've been to multiple countries. No. And if you don't like progressive women, well, there are a lot of progressive women overseas. I'm just throwing it out there. Not to mention, if you're trying to avoid a gold digger, you'll definitely find a gold digger. Why? Because after she has her green card, she has no other use for you. All right. This is not pick me energy. I have seen so many troops marry foreigners and then get screwed over. So watch out, bro. Okay, so. And that's real talk. Shout out to you, sir. But yeah, like, there's this group of men who go and get their passports and feel like, you know what, American women are not traditional. They're too independent. They require too much or whatever. Whatever the patriarchy has taught you, that's the problem. Like, look, again, we're back on the toxicity. I'm, I am bringing us up to this point, you guys. And I'm not trying to make this all about men being misogynist or whatever the case may be. I'm just saying in general because, you know, you know me, y'all. I, I keep it 110% with you guys. I like both men and women. So I'm not making this all about men. There are women out there who are misogynists also. There are women out there, studs, dominants, that feel like because they have a strap or they wear men's clothes and shit, that they're dominant or whatever. And you know what? You could be dominant, baby. You could be dominant. But I'm letting you know there's feminine women like myself, okay, who pays her own bills, don't have to have a strap. Okay, and can do the same thing as you do, have the same body parts as you do, and still require you to do the same shit. Period. So it's no different with, with me and, and men too. I, I have a different body part than you, but I still pay my own bills, take care of myself. What the fuck can you do for me that I don't do for myself? And that's the that's the mindset us American women have. And a lot of men can't handle that because they were raised to believe that having a penis holds them entitled to a certain position. So, you know, I'll keep it 100% tea and whiskey family. There's no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade or pink whiskey. <laughs> Find me one. But um, either way it goes, you guys, it's it's just this passport bro thing. What are your thoughts on it? But again, it, it stems back to what part of the toxicity do you contribute? Like, why do you have to get a passport to go overseas to find out that what you are looking for is no further than your own backyard? You got to you got to take care of you first. You got to find you first. You got to find wholeness and within yourself. Before you can go anywhere else. Because you can't find it in your own backyard. Why would you be able to find it anywhere else? That's all I'm saying. So, um, a shout out to the passport bros. I hope y'all find what y'all looking for. But if you don't, get some therapy. And keep the drama on TV and not your life. But that's our uh, hot toddy. Here we go. <laughs> Alright you guys, bringing it back. We're going to talk about toxic. How toxic are you? Do you know how toxic you are? Because I didn't know how toxic I was till I had a chance to sit here by myself and figure this shit out. Okay. <laughs> but now seriously, I asked the question on Facebook. I asked the question 
The question I asked on Facebook was, honey, I asked everybody tonight on this Wednesday evening, how honest are you about your own toxicity? Did you ever think that you could be the toxic one? Or maybe you contributed to the toxicity of your past, present relationships? Real answers only. And I just wanted to know. Like, I'm, I said, you know what? If you really just want to tell me and you don't want nobody to know in this, in this, you know, post, inbox me. I want real answers. I was like, hey, text me. If you have my person, my mess, my, my phone personally, text me and ask and tell me your answer because I want to get to the root of some shit. Because a lot of us are walking around here relationshipless and friendshipless. And real, authentic people having in our lives because we don't take an accountability of our own toxicity. Sometimes we're the problem. Sometimes we are. Seriously. And that's why I wanted to come as correctly as I possibly can. So I want to just read some of the some of the answers I got. Okay. Um, I'm going to say to Miss Badu, she said, LOL, Lord, yes, my bestie and I realize I'm a bit toxic and controlling with her. I can say I have 10 new friends, but she has one new friend. It's a serious issue for me. I'm working on it. I just love her so much and I have a real fear of losing her friendship. She has been the only person solid with me. And I understand where she's coming from because when you have that real authentic friend, but at the same time, that friend just gets along with so many people because she has that same vibe with everybody. You you, you do tend to get a little jealous and you do tend to get a little possessive. Like, uh uh-uh, hold up. Why she laughing so hard? Where she come from? Hold up. I've known you. We, we've been 10 toes down for 12 years. This bitch known you for three months. The fuck? I get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, someone else said, this is a hard one because my past. Yeah, I was toxic. However, growing up, seeing all the shit I seen as a kid makes me ask the question. Was I a toxic? Was I toxic or a product of my environment? So that, that's a, that, that's a good way to look at it too. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate it. That came from a male. So we, we got people who are really as answering these questions like, how toxic are you? We're going to get to the root of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the way that that officer had all them officers whooping that man's ass over a woman he is no longer dating for the sake of territorial and power issues, that is fucking crazy and it's toxic. We got to get to the root of this shit, y'all. Like, you can't be letting toxicity rule your life to the point where it puts your life in jeopardy and the life of 11 other people. In jeopardy too. Because you don't know how to control yourself. Because you can't have what you want. Okay. That's what it stems from. Okay. Um, Another lady said. I'm toxic in a sense that. I'm quick to make assumptions. Which may dictate how I react to situations. And 
people, but I realized that about myself. I realized I realized that about myself and tried to counteract with communicating. It's definitely a work in progress. I commend you for that. Seriously, I commend you for that because that takes a lot of guts to say. So shout out to you. Somebody else said, we can discuss later, but hell yes, I can be toxic. I'm, I'm I was always provoked though. <laughs> Listen, I get it. Listen, I get it. Provoke, being provoked can be very, very hard or whatever. But y'all, like. That is the important thing. We have to understand our toxicity in the shit. It ain't always the other person. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to replay what Amanda Seals said. Because what she said made absolute sense in this podcast I found. I don't know the name of the podcast, but it's 100%. So let's listen to it one more time. And then we're gonna. I'm gonna jump into uh, love versus infatuation, and I'm also gonna love jump into what toxic love is and what healthy love is. And we're gonna close the show out. It's gonna be that simple. So come on, Amanda, give it to us, honey. Give it to us real quick, cause we have to go. Will I ever find love? Because I'm on internet all the time talking shit. So. The question is, will we ever find love? Because we always talking our shit. Okay? I'm going to put myself in it. I'm going to put all of us in the tea and whiskey family. Will we ever find love? Because we always talking our shit. Okay? Here we go. How honest with yourself are you? Ah. Then no. What do you mean honest with yourself? What are you talking about? About what? It mean what? Regarding what? Regarding <laughs> what you trying to say, I'm trying to say how honest with you are you? How honest with you? How honest with yourself are you about your own toxicity? You think you better than me, Amanda? I think you I. Are. <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> no, I do know. I know my. Because let me tell you that this love shit is a very humbling experience. Am I right, Trey? It is a very humbling experience, and you got to choose every day to go the route and i feel like a lot of us strong people i'm not going to make it just about women a lot of us strong because it's not a gender thing when it comes to the reality that our strength oftentimes informs an ego that does not serve us people like listen i love how she takes the emphasis off gender Okay, this is for everybody. It's not just for men versus women or whatever. This is everybody. It's an ego thing. It's a spiritual thing. If you take gender off and make it a spiritual thing, it becomes real. Listen to what she says. Oh, man. Motherfuckers no, what I'm this. trying to say is that what they what we are considering to be strong is actually some fake weak shit. Mm. Yeah, it's a facade. It's a facade. Like there's mm-hmm. confidence, there's arrogance. Yeah. Confidence is on, is based on real shit. Arrogance is some fake shit. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of us are first of all, a lot of us have never experienced real love. Okay? That's real shit. A lot of us have never experienced real love. I I just sent somebody today what love is. And if you go to the Bible, like, I don't mean to cut her off, y'all, but 
If you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 through 8, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoice with the truth. You're not demanding nothing from nobody. You're not jealous of nobody. You're not boasting. You ain't being arrogant. You ain't being rude. You're not demanding what you want from them. You're being patient. You're being kind. Love is a sacrifice every damn day. Love is dying to yourself and putting that other person, those other people before yourself. Okay? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Amanda. My bad, girl. Go ahead. So, we don't even know how to recognize it when it's happening. Ha! And then a lot of us really, truly are not honest with ourselves. Preach. We are not. We will tell ourselves that, like, we identify these flaws about ourselves and we accept these flaws. Well, guess what? Like, great, good for fucking you that you accepted the flaws. Are you going to do anything about them? Period. Because the accepting thing, I'm going to tell you an epiphany I had the other day. So, you know, you get into this relationship Mm -hmm. and it's finally like healthy in the sense that both parties want the best for each other. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the healthy part. Now, do do both parties have the tools? That's its own. (laughs) That's its own process. But there's at least the foundation of like we want the best for ourselves individually and we want the best for ourselves together. So that's that. Right. But then you think. I found this person that I can be my complete self with. Yes. I can be my whole self with. Yes. And that's a beautiful thing, but baby, not all parts of you are good. Mm-hmm. Not all parts of you are advanced. Not all parts of you are healthy. So what happens sometimes is you get overcomfortable in the, we're showing our whole self shit. And you start letting them shits out. You start letting that toxicity out. And you kind of like make it like, you, you trick yourself into thinking that the, it's healthy that I get to be all parts of myself in this relationship mm. and the person stays with me. Mm. But really, that's some fucked up thinking because your toxicity ain't good for you and it ain't good for him Period. and it ain't good for or for whoever, whoever you're with and it ain't good for the scenario and it's only your responsibility to check that shit. And I think right. a lot of us don't really allow ourselves... To be honest with ourselves enough to say, I'm not checking my toxicity. Hmm. And I'm thinking that the healthy part of this relationship is me getting to be toxic and still be loved. Wow. And the only person who's going to unconditionally love you is your mother. Period. There should be no expectation for someone else to unconditionally love you in that way. That bullshit. Love has conditions. Mm. You know? And it's not like... You know, you gained weight or you had a health issue or that's different. But when we choose to let these dark parts of ourselves find their way into something that's supposed to be light, we are being irresponsible. And I think a lot of us don't hold ourselves accountable for that in these relationships. And I know for a fact that I have not done that. And I've had to like really get real with myself that that's something that I need to like bone up on yeah and that's real talk y'all we 
will get in relationships or friendships and be like, oh, I can be myself. But being who you are, is it healthy? Is it healthy in the relationship? Because what I have learned is relationships teach you about you. You know what I'm saying? So I take my hat off to this conversation because it's in depth and it's true and it's real. And I love Amanda Seals. I don't care what anybody says. The girl is in depth. No, the woman is in depth. And I I take my hat off to her. So we're going to jump into toxic love versus real love. And watch out, Midnight. He be all on my papers and stuff. And we're going to talk about love versus infatuation. Okay? And we got a few more people who have actually responded. Well, let me go ahead and jump into this. Another person responded to my question is, did you adhere to the toxicity? Like, did do you know if you're the toxic one or did you contribute to it? And um, another lady said, this is coming from a young lady. She said... As for the toxicity question, my behavior of allowing people multiple chances was toxic behavior on my behalf. Yes, people do change, but I always took them back before they learned their true lesson or forgave them too quick. Even though I never forgot what they did, I allowed them too much grace based on the longevity of being together and being content, not wanting to start over. I made me have, it made me have trust issues and made my attitude explosive from holding it Holding in my true emotions and how it really broke my heart. I think that is true. And I can relate to that because um, in my past relationship, I'm bringing this up because the anniversary of the passing of my past relationships life um, is coming up. And I didn't realize how toxic it was until um, he's no longer here. And I was that person too. I I kept forgiving. I kept, I, I was like, this is the, I am going to do everything in my possibility to make this work because I felt like the person was worth it. But in the meantime, I was losing myself. I wasn't happy. It wasn't healthy, but because this person treated me better than I've ever been treated before ever in any relationship, I felt like I was supposed to go the long haul. But regardless, if you're not being treated the way you should be treated, it is not fair to put up with certain things for the sake of whatever the fuck. Okay? So, all I can say is, It is imperative that you understand what's toxicity and what's healthy and what's love and what's infatuation, what's love and what's lust. Because a lot of us fall in lust. (laughs) We don't fall in love. Okay. So uh, that's what I'm here for. So in the case of all of this, we're going to jump into this. 
I'm going to bring the music in. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know how we do tea and whiskey, family. We're going to bring the music in, make it sexy, but we're going to give you the medicine with this whiskey. Okay, here we go. how we do honey give you the uncensored uncut adult conversation you can sip to yes all right so i had a few more people who commented on the question did you contribute to the toxicity do you know that maybe you could have been the toxic one and i had a few people comment they were like yeah I ran from a few things, but I learned my lessons. And, and you know, I'm grateful for those who have responded. Thank y'all so much for being honest because it's real. 
it's real and when you get to a certain point in your life a certain age a certain time bracket in this life you realize that sometimes you contribute to your own shit it ain't always everybody else sometimes it's you okay so we're gonna jump into the And whiskey was on John. Alright, so toxic love versus healthy love. Let's jump into it. We're gonna make it brief. Toxic love. We're gonna just go ahead and just make it plain and make it simple. If you alter your behavior because you are frightened of how your partner will react, you are being abused. That's toxic love. If they say they love you but consistently do things that hurt you, that's not love. Always trust actions over words. I'm going to say that again. Always trust actions over words. This is tea and whiskey. Repeated mistakes aren't accidents. That's their behavior. Get out of that toxic relationship because it will always be that way. They will not change. Understand that. This is tea and whiskey. What's on, John? A break from someone will either make you realize how much you truly miss them or love them or how much peace you have without them okay do you understand what I'm saying a break from someone will either make you realize how much you love or miss them or how much peace you have without them okay some people tea and whiskey some people are like clouds once they disappear It's a beautiful day. Well, shit. And then lastly, some men and women can be so toxic to your health. Tea and whiskey. They don't want to love you properly. But don't want to let go of you either. The more you give the less they appreciate the moment you've had enough and decide to walk away that's when they are ready to love you and need you right they repeat this cycle until you gather up enough strength to say enough is enough and I'm really done And you cut them out of your life. Do you hear me, tea and whiskey family? That's toxic love. Now, healthy love, honey. Healthy love is the best relationship is when you can act like lovers and best friends at the same time. Ooh, can you imagine that? Being best friends and lovers at the same time, like... Make passionate love and then they crack a joke and it should be funny. <laughs> At the same time, it's beautiful. Healthy love. 
healthy soulmate vibes. It makes your life richer and happier. It inspires self-growth and personal development. It feels stable even during tough times. It cultivates feelings of peace, calmness, and bliss. Encourages you to see your own beauty while embracing your flaws. Now remember Amanda said, it's good to be with somebody that you can be with them flaws and all, but you need to fix them flaws. It is not healthy to put them flaws on somebody and not change them or recognize them and do better. You should be evolving in that relationship and not being comfortable and stagnant, okay? Talking about healthy love. The most challenging relationship in your life will be the first healthy one after your toxic one. Let me tell you how. You will have so much to unlearn and so much to relearn. Communicating your past, remaining self-aware of your actions and having patience is key. Having patience is key. You gotta be patient because you want that person to be patient with you, right? You gotta be patient too. Oh yeah, T and Whiskey family, we going there tonight. It's Whiskey Wednesday. And lastly, a healthy relationship is one where two independent people just make a deal that they will help each other be the best version of themselves. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back and the front. A healthy relationship is one where two independent people just make a deal that they will help each other be the best version of themselves. Love versus infatuation. Love is devotion. Infatuation is an emotion. Love, you grow into. Infatuation, you fall into. Love, feeling of security. Infatuation, feeling of uncertainty. Love, lasting. Infatuation, temporary. Love, in love with a person. Infatuation, in love with love. You in love with a thought. You in love with potential. That's infatuation. I love you. Is love. I want you. Is infatuation. I must say it again. I love you. Is love. I want you. Is infatuation. Love strengthened. Is strengthened by time. Infatuation is weakened by time. Love is based on shared experiences. Infatuation is based on physical attraction or popularity. But love is based on shared experiences, beliefs, and attitudes. 
Love is not jealous, but infatuation is inability to trust. Love, know you can wait to marry. Infatuation is based on sex. Love, friends, as well as lovers, is love. Infatuation, no real friendship. It's just based on sex. Love wants what's best for the other person. Infatuation wants what's best for themselves. So, I hope this helps you all, Tea and Whiskey family. I hope you understand where we're coming from tonight. We just came, you know, we're still in cuffing season. I hope y'all doing all right. But, you know, some of us ain't making it. But you know what? If your love is real, you're still pushing through cuffing season. But remember to keep the drama on TV and out of your life. And love on those who love on you. But most importantly, that important relationship of all is the love you have for yourself. Make sure that you are in love with you. And you respect your own boundaries. And if you don't have any, create some. I'm your girl and your host, April Bonet Sunshine. I love you all so much. Don't forget to check out my bookshelf. You know I'm an author, right? Forgive, Heal, and Rebuild on Amazon and Kindle. As well as A Widow's Whiskey Tales on Amazon and Kindle. I love you guys. See you next time. Happy Wednesday. <laughs>